0: You're listening to Casters Football Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to week 17 of Languagecasters Football Podcast for all fans of football who want to improve their English language skills. Now my name is Damien and I'm in London and I've just witnessed the World Cup draw for next year's matches in South Africa and there are some fantastic games to look forward to Portugal versus Brazil is one of them, and we'll be taking a closer look at those matches and the other groups in next week's show. Now, Damon, of course, is in Tokyo, and we'll be talking to him a little bit later on in the show. Now, on this week's podcast, we feature a player who hopes to light up the World Cup tournament next year, this year's winner of the Ballon d'Or, Leo Messi. We also have a review of the footballing week in The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, a new football phrase in English for football, and of course, we wrap it all up. ...with our weekly predictions battle. I-O, let's go! I-O, let's go! State ascoltando languagecaster.com Right, let's get started with the good, the bad, the ugly... ...which of course is our football review of the week. And it's been great for football fans around the world... ...as the countdown to the World Cup in South Africa next year... ...has well and truly begun... ...after the draw that took place earlier on today in Cape Town. Now there are some mouth-watering ties that await us indeed... England versus America, for example, Argentina versus Nigeria, Brazil versus Portugal, and all the games in the groups of death, which we think are Germany, Australia, Serbia and Ghana in Group D, and of course Brazil, Portugal and the Ivory Coast in Group G. How about you, Damien? What was good for you this week? OK,
1: well, my good, it's good, which great, for Lionel Messi as he romps to this year's Ballon d'Or win. Uh, The first Argentinian to do so. In the process, he pushes Cristiano Ronaldo into a distant second. A bit of humiliation there. And uh, that's how it finished on the pitch as well last weekend, with Messi's Barcelona overcoming Real Madrid 1-0. And uh, that overshadowed the return of Cristiano too. Barcelona going top of La Liga. So, good for the Catalan side as well. Now, talking about going top... Chelsea stay top in emphatic style in a Premier League London derby as they take apart rivals Arsenal in the Gunners' own backyard, 3-0. Men against boys, uh, some of the headlines, with a brace from Didier Drogba, who, according to Arsenal's boss Arsene Wenger, didn't have much effect on the game. Hmm. How about bad, Damien?
0: Well, unfortunately, the fallout from the France-Ireland World Cup qualifier continues with FIFA this week turning down the Republic of Ireland's request to play in the World Cup as an extra side, the 33rd team if you will. This desperate plea to play in next year's tournament is rather embarrassing as most football fans from Ireland understand that in football these things happen. The very strange penalty that was awarded in our favour against Georgia for example in an earlier round. Now, this request follows on from other attempts to get the Irish into South Africa by any means at all. And these range from calls for a lifetime ban for Thierry Henry, Facebook groups that were set up to ask for a rematch, and then the Irish justice minister demanding, well, justice. Then we had a protest march to the French embassy in Dublin by nearly 200 people last weekend. That's 200. All of which seems really quite ridiculous indeed. How about you, Damon? What was bad
1: from last week? Well, my bad... Uh, Back to Arsene Wenger, Um, his remarks about Didier Drogba were bad enough but sour grapes as well after his side were beaten by Mark Hughes' Manchester City 3-0 in a Carling Cup quarter-final. The Arsenal manager walked to the dressing rooms without shaking hands with his opposite number. Uh, that's a usual courtesy, and not doing so is regarded as a snub, an insult, and uh, very rude indeed. Um, the loss rounded off a bad week for Arsenal, as we've already mentioned. And they were also beaten by Chelsea again, 3-0. How about ugly? Racism reared its ugly head yet again on Sunday, this time
0: from Italy's Serie A, when cagliari fans abused Juventus midfielder Mohamed Sissoko. They were fined the frankly ridiculous sum of £9,000, which does very little to deter clubs from preventing this type of action. Now, Juventus were fined for their fans' racist behaviour last season against Interman's Balotelli, so it will be interesting to see how they react when they come up against the Inter striker again this weekend. It's not just in Italy that these acts occur because it transpires that Sunderland striker Darren Bent's mother was racially abused by one of his own supporters after the defeat by Wigan last weekend. Now, the fan in question has subsequently been arrested. Racism of football, it's very ugly indeed. Recently, I was involved in a discussion with some friends over whether Brazilian star Kaká was a better player than his Real Madrid teammate, Ronaldo. Who cares? Shouted another member of our group. They're only fighting for the title of second best player in the world. Discussion over. We all knew who is the global number one. Lionel Messi, no argument, but it hasn't always been like that. Particularly from the British media with its Premier League centric views. He was deemed to be not physical enough to withstand the pressures of the best league in the world. He never performed in the big games. His poor goal scoring record against English teams was proof enough of this. And to top it all off, he never scored any headers. That winning header scored against Manchester United in last season's Champions League final was more than enough to silence his critics. He finished the season as top goal scorer in that tournament with nine goals, and he was also an integral part of the all-conquering Barcelona team that won a League and Cup double to go with that European crown. He scored 23 goals in La Liga and six more in the Copa del Rey, including one in the 4-1 victory in the final against Athletic Bilbao. It's not just his goals that make Messi the player he is. He provides numerous assists for his teammates and causes panic among opposing defenders with his close control, perfect balance, a low center of gravity that makes it difficult to knock him off the ball, wonderful dribbling skills, and a tremendous turn of pace that often leaves those defenders for dead. Despite his wonderful club form all year, Messi has received some criticism for his performances for his national side Argentina but this may also be a little harsh. After all, he's won the World Cup at under 20 level in 2005, an Olympic gold medal in 2008 and he was a runner-up in the Copa America in 2007. It's true that Argentina suffered in their qualifying section for the World Cup in 2010 but this may be due to the lack of quality in the side as well as the fact that the current coach, Diego Maradona, is unsure how to build a team around his young star. This of course is ironic as Messi has been likened to the world's greatest ever player, the style of play, the goals and the dribbling, rather than the off the field antics. Who is to say that he won't lead the Albi Celeste to another unlikely World Cup victory next summer, just like his hero before him? Yes, congratulations to Leo Messi. And if you would like to download the transcript for that report, you can do so by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com. And There you'll also find transcripts and notes for all the other features of the show. For example, the good, the bad and the ugly section from earlier on. And in addition, we have lots of free resources for teachers and students, including a football glossary, which we're adding to all the time, vocabulary lists, quizzes, lots of online quizzes, and a collection of football language including our weekly football phrase. And talking of which, here's Damon with this week's English for Football.
1: This week's English for Football is the cliché. He has a low centre of gravity. It is used to describe a player that is rather small yet very difficult to push off the ball mainly due to having good balance. This player invariably has very good close control, but at the same time is also very strong. Perhaps the greatest example of a player with a low centre of gravity was the Argentinian star Diego Maradona, who combined both talent and toughness in equal amounts. Currently, the Barcelona side has not won but three examples of players with low centers of gravity Xavi, Iniesta, and Maradona's compatriot Leo Messi. All, once they have the ball, are very rarely pushed off it. To have a low center of gravity. Você está escutando languagecaster.com.
0: Now, Next up we have predictions and before we have a look at this week's games, let's take a quick look back at last week's matches and I had a very, very good week. I scored 10 points, including two perfect scores in the River Plate Estudiantes Derby and the Olympiacos Panathinaikos Derby. And I know one of our listeners, Teodoro, will be very happy about that result indeed. Damon only picked up two, while our guest picked up five, not bad at all indeed. The guest still leads by five points. I'm closing the gap. Damon, you're way behind. You need some scores this week.
1: What have you got? Okay, some great games to look forward to this weekend. Um, Here are my predictions. Manchester City hosting Chelsea. I can see goals, lots of goals here. Manchester City will be feeling a bit high, as will Chelsea. 2-2, I think. This is the game to watch in the Premier League. Uh, Big game in Serie A, Juve against Inter. Huge, it's the Italian derby. Um, Huge, huge game Juve tipped to win the whole title this year But haven't uh, quite fulfilled uh, that billing But I think they might sneak a 1-0 victory here And keep the race on Um, Staying in Italy Another big derby Roma-Lazio The big Roma derby Um, Lazio in all sorts of trouble If they lose this one I think there could be riots uh, in the stands And I think they are going to lose it 3-1 That's my call to Roma A resurgent Roma Um, In Brazil, what a great game um, to finish here for the season there. Flamengo against Gremio. Uh, Flamengo at the top of uh, the league and they could wrap it all up with a victory here. I think they're going to need a victory as well because their rivals uh, in second, third and fourth place who all have a chance, Internacional, Palmeiras, and Sao Paulo, um, they they have pretty easy fixtures. So Flamengo need to win this one. And I think... Mm, I think they're going to they're gonna be pipped at the post. I'm going to give Grêmio this one 1-0, one a shock. That's my prediction. Um, then, Champions League, Juventus against Bayern Munich. Uh, this has got 1-1 one, one draw written all over it. Um, in the Champions League, again, Marseille against Real Madrid. Uh, the French clubs have been doing very well uh, in this year's Champions League. And I think they're going to beat Real Madrid 2-1. And uh, the Ronaldo Dream, Cristiano Ronaldo Dream, Real Madrid is not going to be working out. And uh, Inter Milan against Kazan. Um, this should be a pretty good banker for Inter. Um, and I can see it being a dull uh, 1-0 win for Inter. Uh, those are my predictions. And I hope uh, I'm going to pick up a few points and claw back in the uh, championship at language Casta. Well,
0: I'm not too sure that you will, uh, having heard those results. Uh, just like to mention that this week our guest is Fran. He's from Spain and he's an Atletico Madrid fan. Uh, and he's gone for a Chelsea away victory at Manchester City. Uh, I disagree with Fran, but I also disagree with Damon. It won't be 2-2, it'll be 1-1. Now, as you mentioned, the big game in Italy, the Classico there is Juventus against Inter Milan. No love lost between those two teams at all. And I think this will also finish 1-1. Now, the big derby, of course, is uh, Roma Lazio in in Serie A. I think Roma are going to win this one 2-0. Now, as you mentioned, Damon, it's the last game of the season in the Brazilian League. Flamengo are top. They need to win against Gremio, their big rivals. And I think they will do. They're going to win this one 1-0. But there's going to be so much tension there. Because as you mentioned, four teams can still win the title on the last day of the season. Fantastic stuff there in Brazil. We'll be talking about that next week. Uh, Juventus against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Uh, I think Juventus are going to draw this nil-nil, but I'm not sure that Bayern Munich are going to get through. More pressure on their manager, Van Gaal. Now, Marseille against Madrid. You fancy a Marseille victory? I don't think so. Real Madrid are going to win this one 1-0, and they're going to continue their march to the knockout stages. And finally, Inter Milan against Ruben Kazan of Russia. Kazan, of course, lots and lots of upsets in this group, but not anymore. Inter Milan will win this one 2-0 relieve a little bit of pressure on Mourinho and they'll qualify for the knockout stages. They're all my results for this week. Hopefully lots of points involved. Hopefully all your teams do well this week and we'll see you again next week when we'll be looking back at that World Cup draw. Fantastic stuff. Enjoy all the football. Bye-bye.